Hi, everyone. We at Helpful Goat just want to acknowledge that things are really intense and scary and infuriating in the United States right now. We are feeling all of those things just as many of you are. And we just want to take this opportunity to say that Black Lives Matter and that we stand in solidarity with everyone who's hurting right now, with everyone who's fighting for their lives, and with everyone who's trying to make this country better than it currently is. Furthermore, we understand that solidarity means taking action and that we all have a moral imperative to do what we can to fight for justice. That's why we're each donating what we can to organizations that further the cause of racial equity in the United States. And we'd like to invite you to do the same if you're able. If you can afford to donate, please see this episode's description for some links to organizations that you can support that way. If you can't, we'll also be listing ways you can help that don't cost any money. Either way, we hope you join us in taking time to consider your personal role in the ongoing fight for racial justice, and that you're taking care of yourselves and each other during this very difficult time. We also want to say that we view playing and creating with one another as a valuable and vital part of human life. We hope and plan to continue sharing our D&D games with all of you, not as an escape from the real world, but as an extension of it. As one example of how people can connect, communicate, and experience joy, excitement, and mutual meaning-making together in a world with all too much inequity and hate. For us, D&D is all about collaborative storytelling and world-building. And we see value in that in a time when building a more just world together is absolutely essential. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Helpful Goat Presents Tier Beyond the Doors, where, as as I do every week, I desperately dodge Chris and Andy saying highly inappropriate things when I indicate that we are about to go live. Gonna just start surfer muting them. It'll make my life easier. I hope you're all having a wonderful evening as we settle in for a game of D&D, a game of shared storytelling where my friends and I build and explore a magical world, or in the case of Tier, not so magical. I am the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goad Gaming, Bowie Trainer, he, him, his, and like to introduce the players tonight. Joining me, as always, Andy, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, playing Rook, a changeling sorcerer who's usually he, him, his. Hey, everyone, I'm Andy, and I'm he, his, his. <laughs> That's, those that are words. was just a he long series of sibilant he- syllables. He, <laughs> he is. is. Very good. As I just ponder my glass of water for a second there. Um, <laughs> Lena playing Sunny Sunreal, the human druid. Hey, also she, her, hers. Um, I'm really fucking tired tonight, so I'm sorry if Sunny is more evil than usual. That's yes. not possible. <laughs> I've been yeah, it is. All week. Evil Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Joy playing the Loxodon monk? Viji, they, them, theirs. Darcy. Hello. I am either they, them, theirs, or she, her, hers. And shout out to the beholder tonight. What's up? 
I ain't seen you in a minute, dude. I'm just playing. You got like 70,000 eyes. So you always see me. Peace and blessings. <laughs> they get more elaborate every time. <laughs> really elaborate. Um, I, yeah, like, okay, I, I don't. And joining us, Chris Orley, <laughs> who played a character called Crotch the Sticky, and it was really weird playing Neldor via the voice of reason in the party, he, him, his. <laughs> why, why, why do you have me following the awesome-ass Darcy? I mean, I, I yeah, can't gonna keep uh, with that shit. That's <laughs> I, need to cl- I, need to cl- I need to close with Darcy. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> Oh, you're awesome ass too, Chris. Aww. I got nothing. Just got nothing. (sighs) Well, as we recover from that and wonder how the bull holder would have responded to that. Um, We play, we are Helpful Goat Gaming. We are a small independent game design firm. We uh, play games, we stream games, we design games. Uh, and we do D D or tabletop RPG stream just about every week at this time on Friday evenings. We would love it if you could join us. We are affiliate here on twitch.tv, which means you can cheer bits. You can also uh, subscribe to us, which is delightful monetary compensation for us. And you can always just follow the channel. We just hit 100 followers recently, which is really, really cool. Woo-hoo! We're really excited about that. Um, thank you so much to everyone who has shown their support here over a couple of years now I think we've been doing this I don't know what time is um you can also check out our archives on YouTube where we have uh, archives of the live streams and also check out our podcast we have two podcast feeds uh helpful goat presents which is mostly devoted to smaller tighter campaigns uh similar to this one which is probably going to be in the I don't know 10 to 12 sessions um we also do one shots there various experimental stuff and then we also have the Goats and Dragons podcast feed, which has our long-form homebrew campaign, level 1 to level 20, where we're currently level 12? Yeah, 12. 12. Yeah. We just hit 12. I was like, we just did a level, but as soon as I get a level, I start planning for the next one, so I lost it. Um. So both of those are available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, they're both a lot of fun. They have a lot of we have a lot of different fun campaigns in Helpful Go Presents. And we have some really fun stuff that you can really only do in longer form adventures with character development, etc. In Goats and Dragons, I encourage you to check those out. Um, we have a Discord. You can find a link to it using the Discord command. So exclamation point Discord, and it's also linked down below in our description here on Twitch. Uh, you can check out our hijinks. You can laugh along with us. You can see the scary things that we type to each other in chat, um, which are somehow less appropriate than what we do when we actually play. Scary place. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much, as I said, to everyone who has followed us here on uh, Twitch, who has cheered, who has subscribed. Um, And thank you to everyone who has supported our coffee. Uh, We have that. It's the coffee command or also the donate command um, in chat will take you there where if you have a little extra money you want to throw at us we would love that we love doing this we love getting to do this and we'd love to be able to do more of it and every bit of support helps us towards that goal and that support is can be monetary but also watching viewing um 
leaving reviews of the podcasts, sharing us out on Twitter. All of that's really helpful. You can follow us on Twitter at Helpful Goat. You can also check out our pages on Facebook and Instagram, both of which are looking for Helpful Goat. Um, and then before we get into it, any other announcements? I, I'm none for me. I think we're. I think I'm good. I think. Also, that's me down cool. in the corner of your screen if you're video um give excellent. a little wave i already did. stand up and turn around you're making don't it stand bad. up and turn around just ignore him you're making it bad oh. i i have already server muted you one um, <laughs> okay but you can't server mute him when we're like actually playing all the fuck shit up dude <laughs> that's true it will unfair it will unfairly affect darcy well, uh, that's, that's not true. what i meant but also yes but you'll take yeah, what mute, you can get. Mute my ass too. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, if we don't have anything else, and since Adam is not actively on the voice call, there's not going to be a sudden. Oh yeah, and um, we can get started with a brief recap. Last time, Unhelpful Goat presents Tear Beyond the Doors. The group successfully captured a pair of corrupt guards that they suspected of having involvement in the Sunleaf's disappearance and other criminal activities in town. Though the method by which they did this incited a small panic, very small panic, just a mass panic in the square of the town, uh, they were successful. And the guard captain, though not entirely pleased, looked forward to learning more from the interrogation. Thanks to some creative thinking, by Sonny, uh, the guards were more than happy, by which I mean absolutely terrified, into spilling their guts about everything they had done, relating to the party that they were being paid by a group of bandits who lived in an abandoned fortress far to the northwest of the town. They had in fact managed to capture the Sunleaf when she had been helping the town against an attack by the Nightmaster and taken her to those bandits, for which they had been handsomely paid. That matter concluded, the group's course grew clear. They needed to find the Sunleaf and meant that they needed to go to Stone's Rest, this ancient fortress. But before they did, there was at least one more matter in town that required their attention. Sunny had made a promise to a long-haired, undead woman in the river who had been killed by her lover, Vithri. They spoke to one of the leading figures of the town, Vithriken, the merchant, discovering that he had indeed been that woman's love over a century ago. However, he was not responsible for her death. He had fallen suddenly ill the night that he was supposed to meet her, though the group discovered that it was in fact poison. It seemed that perhaps his wife had been responsible for it, but it turned out that she, too, was at least mostly innocent, her father having ordered the girl killed so as not to jeopardize the potential marriage between his daughter and Vithrigan. Together with the party, the couple went to the river and made their amends to the woman, who Vithri knew whose name was Molly. They apologized for whatever role they'd had and for the loss of her life. This seemed to bring Molly peace and she was able to abandon this undead form she had taken, regain her own, and pass on to whatever afterlife awaited her. Vithri was profoundly grateful for their help and for having saved a person that he cared about so deeply, and in return pledged to aid them both with transit 
to Gottweil and from there on to Stone's Rest, but also some amount of financial support should they need other gear. The group embarked on his ship, captained by a large Goliath man who was telling wistful tales of an elf that he had gone drinking with several nights before. Rook stayed oddly quiet in the corner and tried to avoid meeting the Goliath's eye, which might have had something to do with the fact that he had in fact been that elf and had not enjoyed the experience. Now, the group sets foot on the dock of Gottweil a couple of days later, having arrived swiftly borne by the current of the river. And now, from here, they must choose how they will try to get to Stone's Rest along with any other odds and ends that they may wish to take care of. That was a good journey, you guys. So much fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I yes. think we should probably try to gather some info before we go to Stone's Rest, right? Because we don't really know what we're walking into there, and I don't know, like, we don't really have a cover story or anything. Nelder, last episode, last a week, you wanted us to have, like, you know, cover stories for the whole Vif 3 thing, or, like, you know, a plan. And we didn't, but then we did. And it went good. So maybe we should have a plan again this time, right? That was a good idea, Naldor. Yeah, good, good idea. Um, just making sure, raise a hands. who would just like to not do this? And maybe just head back to where we came from? But I don't think we can get back in. And also, like, we have to fix the the bad nature stuff, right? Because it's really bad and corrupted and horrible and sad. So we have to go fix it. It's our responsibility to help nature. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I just, I don't know. I'm just kind of hoping. I agree and, with Sunny. Oh, Thank okay. you. Well, me, me too, then, yeah. Oh, hey, <laughs> also remember last week when we forgot ourselves and we're saying some stuff about a rock band around VG that maybe we shouldn't have been saying? Maybe this week we should um, remember that VG doesn't know everything about rock band. Also, VG, you do notice that they make reference to they can't get back in to where they're from. Yeah, I yeah, was saying where I they're from. <laughs> I know, I fucked that up. It was just a reminder for everybody. Okay. <laughs> uh, Viji, yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't really like rock music, so it's okay. Let's you know where, where elves bang rocks together and make music out of it? You don't like that? I, I didn't think that was rock music. Oh. But I probably wouldn't like that either. Uh, well, where we're from far away uh that's yes, that's what said. rock music is ah okay elves that bang rocks together called the doors yeah yep yep hmm. interesting yeah. so weird i don't look like i'm really convinced <laughs> okay well, shocking you wouldn't tell shocking. us things either you just went to go meditate so you oh. know oh how things are Trunk with my trunk, I snap. <laughs> <laughs> That's too cute. Dang it. 
Um, so maybe Vigi, you could talk to Rena and the organization that you're involved with about any info they might have about Stern's Rest, and I don't know what the rest of us, the rest of us, I can just, I don't know, try to avoid pervy shopkeepers. Does anyone else have other errands they wanted to run? But Kano's Emporium is right there! Yeah, no, I'm good, thank you. I'm sure there's another shop in this town. I'm sure there's other shops, yeah. It's just, I don't know. We kind of had a connection last time. Maybe you want to go back. That well, was really... You can go back. I mean, yeah. I guess you can go back. If he really wants to. Uh, hey, maybe me and Neldor go to the magistrate's office and just ask real quick uh, what they might know about uh, Stone's Rest. Something. Sure. As you as you've docked here and as you're getting your stuff off the the boat, um, you do notice uh, just to the east of you a, there is a <laughs> massive galleon uh, that has made dock um, on the other sort of side of the river. Um, it is clearly an ocean going ship. Like yours was a, a much bigger river vessel than you took down last time because it was one of Vithri's, but. It's still yeah. very clearly a river and maybe coastal at most vessel. This thing is designed for ocean. So that's just massive. And you can see some figures sort of moving around um, on its deck. Uh, and sort of as you're sort of oh, looking at that, um, you'll see a uh, well-dressed halfling woman kind of come forward. Toward us? Yeah, and, and walk up and go, okay. uh, hello, hello. hello. Uh, uh, are you the ones that... that that mis- the master sent. Who's um, the master? Yeah. Vithric and Stonebrow? Then yes, we are. Uh, yes, yes, yes. He said that you would be coming. Um, yes, uh, I was told to arrange further transit for you. I just, I was not informed of where you were going, merely that I should make any arrangements that you provided me. Uh, would now be convenient? I was indicated that it might be a matter of some urgency, or if needed, you can find me later. Uh, no, I mean, I think we can, yeah, if this is part of the, you know, getting us there, I, I think it's probably a good idea, well, right, everyone, to say where we're going and how to get there? We know where we're going, but we don't know how we've decided to get there yet, right? Because there were two options. And there I was one poor option route. <laughs> yes. What was the poor option? That I drew going on the through map for everybody. The poor ah. option was going through the land filled with all kinds of horrors that we don't even know about. Much, much slower than it would be to go by boat. That that we could, that was, you know, that was fix the poor on option. The way. I mean. Ah, now I see. I could fix it on the way. See? One of them yeah, is maybe, yeah. but not as fun, and the other... This way? Not as route. fun. I'm just yeah, reading you the map, Brooke. This is what the map says. Yeah, well, I, you wrote that on the map, though. <laughs> the map didn't have that on there until you wrote it. I see your handwriting. Look, I'm just no, saying that we me could do a lot here. of good if we went across land, right? Because we'd be able to fix a lot more of the corrupted nature stuff and the blight and really learn about what's wrong and what's going on through interacting with it. I mean, 
Nelda, what do you think? Sorry, I forgot that I put it on push to talk. I was like, oh, no, you're no. Good. Nelda? <laughs> yeah, you're good. Nelda was just taking a nap down in the boat. No, mind him. Just chilling. Nelda, <laughs> wake up. You have to decide. Uh, I would really like to go and see if I can, if we can get some information on kind of like the terrain and see if anyone has any experience with either of the two options to travel there and then make our decision. That's a really good idea. That's reasonable, I guess. You are Uh, so so smart, Nelder. What would we do without you as the voice of reason? Yeah, don't remind me. (laughs) I mean, I'd probably step in, right? Just saying. Uh, Are you the voice of reason or are you the voice of fear? I have several voices. That's true. And none of them are reasonable. That's also kind of true. The halfling, so, the halfling yeah. woman's head is just sort of ping-ponging between you yeah. all as she's trying to figure out if someone is going to be giving her an answer or if she should just move away. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry, miss. What's your name? Uh, D- Daisy. Daisy. I'm so sorry, Daisy. Uh, listen, we, we haven't exactly... De- we know where we're going. We haven't exactly decided on the path yet. Uh, could we Could we meet you back here in, say, an hour? Oh, of, of course. That's 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 no problem. Ah, uh-huh. uh, you're you're a daisy flower. You are, and she's gone. She like Ooh. she like she backed did. away around the corner that quickly. Uh, <laughs> we make such good impressions on people. Right? So what about maybe Sunny stick by the boat because I don't trust no one to take our stuff, and uh, VG see Rena and see if you can get some information on where we're going. Sounds good. And me and Eldor go to the magistrate's place, get some information on the pathing and how to get there and stuff like that. Sure. I'll just stay here on my own. I'll be really safe. Um, also, just remember the, you <laughs> know, aggressive the whole um, the whole unity thing. Just, just remember. Just remember that. Yeah, we're not gonna yeah, we're not gonna like make magic or anything happen. I'm sure. Okay, it's fine. Everything's fine. And if they check in with us, we're still just hot on the trail. Yeah, and also, hey, Sunny, I saw the Goliath here looking at you on the boat trip up. Just uh, maybe you two got something to talk about, huh? What does that mean? Ooh, like I mean, like he wants to like talk about plants. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. Plants. Yeah. Huh. You know, okay. growing and yeah, yeah. I'd love. I haven't gotten to grow plants in so long, you guys. Yeah, this has been he's really a, a rough couple of weeks. Yep, he's a sailor. He's probably not grown recently either. Do so. you think he grows I'm, plants on his boat? I'm sure he grows things all the time. I didn't see any, but maybe they're like fungus and stuff. Eh, mushrooms or something. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or That'd in his cool. case, he's, he's a big boy, so. Anyway, so he needs uh, I'm bigger sure you have plenty mushrooms? to talk about. Bigger mushrooms, yep. Okay. Yeah, we can talk to him about that. I'm Help looking forward to it. some big mushrooms. Uh, okay, meet back here uh, within an hour, yeah? If you don't, uh, we're going to burn the town down looking for you, okay? Awesome, I'll be here. All right. Uh, then I think... Neldor, if you're with me, we'll take off. 
And VG, you take off? Where do I find Rena? Isn't she like at that one? She'll be in the cackling doll. Where she's That's the proprietor. it. Okay. So is the magistrate's office where we need to go? Or, I mean, where we the get magist- this information? The magistrate's office, you might well be able to get the access to the archives that you needed. Okay. Um, so that, that you, you have uh, Dargan Tabalt, who is the uh, tabaxi that you talked to, the magistrate, who is very grateful to you for Red Meadow. This would seem to fall mm-hmm. in exactly the kind of thing where he'd be perfectly happy to help you out with this. Um, okay. Not a lot of effort on his part, doesn't cost money, and isn't illegal. Perfect. Oh, Nelder, you need to go here for some books or something? Yes. Um, actually, you know, oh, I Rook, I and you being a teacher, I think might appreciate this as well, but I kind of get a feeling that there's got to be some information. I mean, magic is a thing here. People just don't really do it, right? Uh, I mean, it seems like that, like those, you know, purple bone daddies just right. looking from time to time for people who do magic. And it seems like they're, they've been in hiding, I guess. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if anyone, if there's, if there's any kind of, I don't know, like a history book that even if it just mentions it, like if there's any kind of further information we can get to help us know more about the air. I don't know. It's just, it's a feeling I've got. It's kind of weird. I feel like there's a piece of the story missing. So just to, just to clarify one thing that was sort of said there, and you would have access to, to have known this. It is not so much that people who can practice magic hide. They are incredibly rare. Um, and people yeah, okay. whose magic is so there are fewer sorcerers, there are fewer sort of druids who partake of this natural magic. There are fewer paladins, uh, fewer clerics, and the people who sort of truly learn magic, which actually also includes uh, clerics and um, wizards. It seems like somehow it has become harder to learn and produce an effect. Um, so this does seem oh. less like people are hiding and more that magic has fundamentally weakened. Gotcha. Okay. And we'd know that. in our Yeah, yeah. you would know that. And for study. example, even like at Red Meadow, the citizens of Red Meadow way back when you saved the town knew that that one yeah. girl who was taken away had magical abilities. No one was upset by that or scared by it. It was that. Right. That was very clearly what the skeletons were looking for, was people with magical abilities. Once they right. since they found her and behaved differently, i.e. didn't just break her neck. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 yeah. Uh, and as Neldor and I are, are walking, um, uh, I mean, I'm just looking like my normal rook self here. and uh, But I do look a little nervous uh, about something, and Eventually, Neldor, uh, as you kind of mentioned about, like, you're looking for a book on history and stuff, um, uh, I kind of I kind of say, uh, uh, Neldor, you you kind of told us about a, the a dream you had, like, a couple nights ago. Yeah, you remember? The one yeah. with the, the big book? Yeah. Uh, do you remember the name of the book? No, I didn't. I mean, hold on. No, 
there really, as you know, there wasn't a name of the book. There wasn't a name of the book? Well, that I, that I was able to see. Could, did you see the cover at all? Um, maybe what the it first, looked like? The first time I tried to see the cover, it caught on fire. I mean, even the binding, uh, like what it was bound in or anything? No. Why? Um, okay, see, so, uh, do you, how, you remember that night I I sort of woke up and I was someone else? And I yelled, at, I yelled at Ariel and, and shit, now I feel really even more bad about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that night I had a dream about a book. I... I had taken it uh, from a town. I stole it and 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 they caught me and they killed me. Over a book? Yeah. Do you know what the book was? Uh, I mean, I no, I did, I didn't, I did, I couldn't see what the book. I mean, I don't know what the contents were or anything. Um. What did it look like? Um. Actually, Andy kind of forgets what it looked like. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> um, it was uh, a, it was, it was a, there it was, was silver in it, wasn't it? Uh, it was sort of a not like the entirety, not like the entirety, but it was ornately decorated, certainly. Yeah. Um, and I think it definitely had like illumination with sort of silver and gold inks. Um, and it was a heavy yes, yeah. leather cover um, that was also sort of, sort of nicely decorated. Um, and, and I does it look and like I did the see the name of it. You did see the name of it. It was the history of our people and our role in the world. Uh, yeah. Neldor, the book that you've seen with the exception of the fact that the, the, oh, people can now can see me do air quotes. Ink uh, was this sort of glowing <laughs> silver light that just appeared on the page. Right. The book, the two different times, looked very different. Um, okay. I mean, I'm about to. Say, I was about to say the dimensions of the book were different, and I don't mean the fact that once you saw it and it looked like a book, and once it was basically a small house. Um, yes. But, like, when it was a sort of small house, it was uh, much taller than it was wide. And the first time you'd seen it, it was almost square, more like a ledger style. And, like, the binding that you could see was different. So it seems like the physical form of it is not very tied to any reality. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I'll, I'll explain everything I remember from the dream to Neldor. Just now, kind of like, are you going to sound familiar I, I, about the book? Specifically. Okay, I was going to say about the book because I was going to say, yeah, there's a there's a piece about the being killed that I wanted to. I wasn't sure if you were not saying or not remembering. <laughs> no, uh, yes, there, yeah, there's more that I'm not saying okay. just okay, about okay, the okay, book okay. so far. Okay. Does that sound at all familiar or no? Okay. Is it weird that we both had dreams about books? I mean, yes and no. I mean, or I guess I didn't have the dream 
Uh, maybe Mr. Wake did? But... But... Uh, at this, Neldor's, like, really confused, like, trying to figure out in his in his head, like, aren't you the same stinking person? What the hell? How changing? About this dream. <laughs> uh, it, I just kind of keep on walking, and you see my shadow behind me, like, slap its forehead. Uh, and then just kind of trot after me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's just Neldor just still scratching his head. Wow, just in the Discord, and this is why you should be the phrasing of, I want to make sure I get the name of the creepy dude in Rook right. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to arrive at the magistrate's office, and let's cut for a minute back to uh, Viji. Um, Viji, you'll walk into the, the cackling doll, uh, and you see Rena... Um, sitting sort of at a table by the bar chatting with uh, the bartender and a couple of the tavern workers. Um, And she'll sort of see you and nod. And as would be typical for a member of the Silent Prestige, she'll just sort of take the cup that she's holding, which is the one she always drinks out of, and sort of flick the rim of it and no sound comes out. Okay. And then, what do I have? I forget. Is it a flute? one of your bells? Bell. One of the bells, bell. like on your, because you sort of have these long yeah. garlands of sort of jewelry and finery, so it disguises where it is. Okay, so I'll ring my little bells. She'll smile and sort of push a a, a long, heavy bench out for you. Something to drink. Yeah. Um, if you have tea, that would be wonderful. Tea for our friend. What did you find, Viji? Um, so really quick, since I haven't really talked, I mean, I know Viji has like, this is Darcy, Viji has like kind of a history with her, but Mm -hmm. what was I supposed to be? (laughs) Like, Uh, I I mean, I think the group wanted you to okay. go see if there's any additional information that she has particularly about Stone's Rest and or this bandit group That's in the right. Northwest. Okay. What you were technically tasked with doing by the Silent Prestige is helping these three um, yeah. find the Sunleaf and return okay. them, this kind of hero, because the the That's Unity right. is also hunting the Sunleaf. Okay. And Rena thinks it will be unacceptable if the Sunleaf is killed for the stability of the region. Okay, and really quick, they heard that the Sunleaf was taken and... The Sunleaf got taken immediately after helping in Swiftcross and was transported to this bandit group that's based out of an old fortress called Stone's Rest. That's what I thought, but I just wanted to make absolutely sure that Darcy was remembering. (laughs) Um... So she asked, I'm sorry, she asked me what I found out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Rena, I found out quite a lot. Um, apparently, the Sunleaf, uh, we've been told, is was taken by a group of bandits um, shortly after the last time they helped. And 
we believe that those bandits are in Stone's Rest. Right now, the group has um, kind of taken the initiative to go there. Um, we found out from some guards that, and I don't remember their names, but let's say I do. <laughs> and these, because I'm assuming she would know who they are, maybe. Um, they were in a different town. Weren't they? Oh, they were in a different town? Yeah. Yeah. You're now in Gottweil. You're in the oh, northern I'm town sorry. where you joined back up. No, you're what fine. town are we in? Swift Cross. Swift Cross. Uh, sorry, I I don't know. I get really confused with all the different imaginary towns. Okay, <laughs> so I, I tell her about the guards and that, you know, they're the ones that uh, kind of told, you know, that they were being bribed and everything. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, um, that, that's, that's basically the stuff that you found out. Um, she'll sort of nod. Well, it's good that they have a lead. There's the unity have been making noises. I'm worried they're up to something. What? I hate to task you with this, but to update you, there's been raids recently on silent prestige strongholds. We don't know how people are finding them. The first couple we thought maybe were just random occurrences. They were, they were, they were fronts that were merchants and the like, and that 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 maybe made sense. It was just robbers or something else. But it's been four now, and this is getting to be concerning. Someone has information on us, and they're going do after we, us hard. Do we think it's the unity, or do we? So no, we, we know it, it's the unity. It doesn't. Do it doesn't seem it's... like it's the unity. It, okay. They, they seem more interested in the material objects that we're storing, if that makes sense. Okay. The 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 deposits, wealth, artifacts, etc. Not not so much the information. If the unity was going to come after us, one, they probably wouldn't be subtle about it, and two, they'd be much more interested in knowing who all of our agents were especially the ones that we have inside the unity. No, this this feels more basic and greedy, but hmm. we don't know the extent of the information that whoever's doing this has, so I need to be careful, and I wanted to warn it so that you were careful. Thank you. Uh, did anyone that's, you know, um, been there when these raids happen, they talk about ever use the word bandits or they talk about them having any sort of what kind of clothing they're wearing? No, that's the thing. Our people haven't seen them. The last attack after mm -hmm. three had gone off, we, we got much more cautious. It, it was no longer a coincidence. We, we had guards and they were, they were wiped out. So... We don't know what's happening, but it is cause for concern. All right. Well, thank you for telling me. Of, of course. Um, is there anything else I can do to help you or them? Think. This is Darcy. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? I guess, yeah. Does, um, do you, Rena, do you know about Stone's Rest? Is there anything you can tell me, um, about... Do you know anyone or have you ever been there? And do you know what it's like to travel by land or by sea? 
She's going to sort of think Stone's Rest. That's... I've certainly never been there. That's... It's been... It's been an age since anyone has been. I know that the place is old. I know that it's, at this point, extremely remote because of the blighted areas. But... There was... Some years ago... Five some years ago... I, I got a, a note from an operative in the area, Dalin. He was heading there. He... He couldn't say what it was because even with code, he thought it was too sensitive, but... He thought he'd found something... Some connection to the attacks. Okay. The attacks of the Nightmaster, and... He thought that there was something interesting... Or important about about Stone's Rest. I got a note from him that he was heading there and I got a note from him that he'd handed over his bell. Hmm. I never heard again. So we don't know of anyone that's gone there and come back. No, I know his... He was leaving from Swift Cross. I know he took the land route because... He thought it would be faster to do that and then take the river down towards the coast. But I hadn't had any reports from him. I have I don't know how it went. I don't actually know if he reached Dome's Rest. Hmm. All right. Um, well, thank you very much, Rena. If it's all right, I'm going to sip my tea. And is there somewhere down here that I could use the floor to meditate? Oh, of course. Uh, just... Shove a table out of the way. It's not exactly the busy right. time of day. I go over and I go over and just kind of shove the table out of the way <laughs> and uh, sit down and um, I I start meditating um, with my legs folded and then um, probably every couple minutes I do some crazy twisted pretzel like yoga position <laughs> and yeah cool. I'm gonna do that until. Um, until uh, we all meet back in an hour okay. so I can think. Very good. Uh, so let's skip to... Sonny, are you wanting to chat up the boat captain about plants? <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> please. Sure. We can also skip this, honestly. Okay. Yeah, you can. <laughs> where, where is he? Uh, he's just still on the deck, sort of ordering people around. In addition to ferrying you all up, uh, they were carrying a shipment of cargo, so there's basically some some dock workers loading and unloading things. Hey, I heard you're into mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to see this massive Goliath man blink. I heard you're trying to grow some huge mushrooms. Do you need help with that? Jesus. (laughs) He's going to kind of like look from side to side. Who told you this? Oh, uh, Rook did. Um, My shipmate person. Oh no, it came back to me. He's going to sort of... Hmm. Well, I... how did he find out? 
Oh, I don't know. He didn't see. He must have just seen you trying to grow mushrooms or something. <laughs> well, what makes you think you could help? I'm amazing with nature and mushrooms. I can just like vibe with them and they just feel so happy with me that they just grow. God, I'm 12. This is the greatest conversation. He's he's gonna sort of like like Alright, come come with come with me. Okay. I'll go with him. And he's going to sort of wave you down, and he doesn't actually... You think he's walking to his cabin, but then he actually uh, sort of cuts to the the um, staircase to the storage, the cargo hold. And he sort of goes back and unlocks uh, a door that's on the back edge of that. And it sort of, like, crouches down uncomfortably in this... This space is, you know, low for you. So for him just to stand up, he's hunched over and then even crouched, he looks even more awkward. And he sort of pulls the cover back on this uh, soil bed uh, with mushrooms sort of bleakly not doing very well in it. Those mushrooms look sick. They do. They look like kind of diseased. Have you not been taking care of them? I've been doing my best, but I don't so also as you are you sort of walking over and looking at them yeah okay give me a quick uh, nature check and I think you have advantage on identifying plants I can't remember what I your background do. I have features advantage is. on nature checks just relating to plants or beasts that I can see yeah. so you have advantage on this nature check uh 13. 13. Um, you look at these and you haven't really seen this, these exact type before, but you have seen um, ones that look very similar in terms of like the gill structure and the coloring on them in some of the compendia that you had in Stronghold. Um, and you're pretty sure because all of those were powerful hallucinogens. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So you're pretty sure that the dude is growing hallucinogenic shrimps. Not very effectively. But what do I think would help make them be healthier and happier? Uh, like commune with them? Yeah, you can go ahead and try to commune with it. I'm trying to think of uh, how you should best do that. Give me another nature check with advantage. 14. Slightly better. Um... Yeah, so you sort of try to reach out and feel them. And it's pretty difficult for you because while they're in soil, there's not a lot of it. And it's very disconnected from, like, the rest of the earth. Um, but the sense that you get is that they feel a little stifled. He's sort of been using cloth to keep them dark and probably, like, damp. Um, but, but not enough air is getting in. So I'll tell him that. I also, can we say I had speak with plants? I don't know if I should. Never, I shouldn't burn a second level spell slot on speaking to mushrooms that don't have anything to do with the main <laughs> plot, probably. I don't know, but that sounds like something I would do. You do it. Fuck it. Can we say I had speak with plants prepared? Sure. Because um, I didn't okay re-prepare my spells for the boat trip. 
Yeah, because you could have been re-prepared. I'm going to go through and do that, actually, but I'll keep that one prepared. Okay. Okay, so I, I've so never I'm actually... I'm going to talk to blah, them. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, experience, gather information, whether or not you can also... Okay. Um, the the These sort of sad small mushrooms are going to sort of, like, wave from side to side. And you hear... Hello? Hi, you guys. You don't look like you feel very good, and I know you need some more, like, airflow, but is there anything else that might help? ER. Oh, no. Has he not been feeding you? Some. And as you look at the soil, having said that, it's definitely, like, potting soil, etc., but fungus tends to exist like by breaking things down um like other plant matter or even sometimes um animal matter you're not seeing anything there at least this type does you poor things i'll make sure he gets that fixed for you right away also do you know anything about stone's rest you're gonna see the sort of mushrooms vaguely sort of like turn from side to side as much as they can. One will sort of gesture, and there's a, a pebble sitting in the box. Stone? Yeah. But like a place, not a stone. Stone? Yeah. Have you heard of Stone Place? There. Gonna point at the pebble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the pebble. You're right. Good job. I'll make sure that you get better food and airflow. And if he doesn't think he can t- deal with it, I'll take you with me, okay? Let's have a chat with him. Okay. So, hey, um,. Mr. Boat Captain, you've not been taking good care of your mushrooms at all. That's why they're so sickly. Um, <laughs> do you think it would be possible for you to get some better airflow? And also, they need like they need like things to break down, like animal matter and plant matter and stuff. Uh, oh, you think you can do that? Uh, uh, yeah. And he's gonna sort of actually like immediately start almost extending the sort of canopy that he was draping the, the cloth over. So now there's a little bit more room, but still light doesn't get through. He's like, uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to take some from the stores. Uh, uh, thank you, miss. Yeah, of course. Just make sure you say thank you to them, too. They're trying their best. They're trying really hard to grow. And I know you're going to harvest them and use them at some point, but just make sure you're really grateful to them when you do, okay? They're doing the best they can. You're going to see him. He's like, oh, uh, uh, of course, of course. And this massive figure is going to sort of bend over. Thank you. Great. Okay. We're done with my weird interlude now. Yeah, I guess we're done with your weird <laughs> interlude. I, 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 I checked. Um. So, uh, Rook and Eldor. I um 
for... Did you have specific questions that you wanted to ask the magistrate, or were you mostly trying to get access to the archives? Uh, Vex was probably... I don't really care about the archives. I was just going to ask about... um, Stone's rest, and then how to? What's the best way to get there? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so you'll you'll ask, and you'll ask for uh, Magistrate Tabalt, um, who you'd spoken to before, um, and he's in his office, and you're shown in. Um, yes, yes. How how can I how can I help my friends? Eldor, yeah, it's up to you. You kind of wanted some books or something too? Maybe we start with that, and then uh, ask him the hard questions. Uh, um, I was just wanting to take a look at, uh, any kind of historical documents about just, you know, the area and the history. Um, such things would most likely be in the archives, I would think. I can, uh, give you a pass so that you have access to it. Fantastic. Of course. Is uh, why do you need this information? Uh, well, um, it looks like we we might be taking a trip west, and I'm just trying to prepare and get as much information as possible. At the mention of west, he'll sort of like draw back. Um, like he understands this means going into the blighted lands. He's like, oh. Uh, I, yes, I, I understand. Of course, of course. Uh, here, here. And he'll quickly um, pull out what's essentially just like a, like a calling card um, and write on it. And it just, it's a brief note that says for the archives keeper that uh, the bearers of this have Magistrate Tablet's permission to access the archives. I'll Beautiful. take it and put it in a pocket. Yeah, yeah, good. Listen, while while you brought up the subject of West, uh, you ever know about the town uh, or the, the, the stronghold of uh, Stone's Rest? Um, it's... Uh, I, I know it exists. I don't know anything particular about it. Why? Oh, just, just curious. Uh, you know anyone who ever been there or ever come from there or knows the area? He'll sort of stop and, like, start grooming his ear. Uh, I, I, I know that the territory in that area has become more corrupted over the years, so fewer and fewer people travel there. Once, it was short enough that some people would cut through, but... Uh, I don't think that has happened for many years, and I can't say I know of anyone in particular who has gone there. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll, we'll be heading to the archives then, I guess. Okay. And at this, I'll kind of follow Neldor's lead, um, because, um, I mean, in my studies, would I have known anything about the Blighted Lands or, or Stone's Rest? Um... Give me a history check if you want Stone's Arrest in particular. Um, 
Okay. The Blighted Lands, you would know that the Cataclysm and the damage that it did, in, in, in addition to that sort of initial tearing the world apart, some areas of the world seem to have been left more marked by the Cataclysm. Um, and their nature usually broke down in some way, uh, weather could become odd, the terrain would become unnaturally different from what was yeah. right next to it. So, like, you know of one example that's to the southwest um, on another sort of continent slash island, but where it's essentially uh, subtropical sort of jungle terrain, and then an area of it that's blighted is just a desert. Hmm. And then past that, it's wetlands again so it, it seems like it messes with nature a lot it makes it very difficult to traverse they can be changing and there are often uh unnatural creatures in those areas it seems like it affects right. animal life as well as plant life okay i don't like that okay uh and then a 10 for a history check on stone's rest itself um, not really. You don't, and you don't know if that's because, as you're trying to remember things, you have no idea when the name Stone's Rest came about. Like, it may not have even been in yeah. the books that you studied as Stone's Rest. You don't really remember anything in that area, but it's not as if ancient ruins were really your primary focus of study. So sure. it's kind of okay. just like... Mm -hmm. You do feel pretty confident that it at least wasn't a majorly significant thing in your teaching. I'll put it that way for the negative. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll take it as a positive then. That's good. Uh, uh, Nay, Nelder, uh, I'll follow your lead here. This is, if you need my help at all, looking for something, I've been pretty good at finding a book or two. Um, but other than that, yeah, lead the way. All right. And we'll just head out. So... As you step outside of the magistrate's office, you hear a very familiar fanfare of trumpets. God damn it. Uh, and you now see the speaker of the unity uh, and behind him, you see the palanquin of the unity shepherd uh, and you see a far more figures from the Unity than you've seen before. Um, and you see sort of this large crowd of townspeople is turned and facing him. Uh, and you see the speaker um, standing on the platform in the middle of the square, his arms addressed, or his arms outstretched, and he's addressing this crowd. Through the vigilance and might of the Unity of Convocation Arcanum, we have been able to discern the location of a great threat to the people of Rourke, and we are moving to smite it immediately. Let it be known that we have named a party of Justicars, who will set out this very day from Gotwile to purge this threat from the land of Rourke and the world of the living. Join us in thanking these brave and mighty souls as they set off to smite these threats and elevate us all. Um, and there's actually sort of ragged cheers from the crowd. They seem pretty into this idea of the unity actually fucking doing something for once. 
Um, and past the speaker, who's most of the way across the square from you, but sort of behind him, right alongside the palanquin, you do see a group of four people who all look extremely capable. They are armed and armored. They appear confident. They are athletically built. Um, and they they all sort of bow as the speaker says this. Hmm. Um, if I could kind of go up to one of the people I think is kind of with them, but not really like the main speaker or anything, if... Uh, um, I just kind of say, hey, great, that's that's great, uh, thwarting, you know, stuff and whatnot. <laughs> uh, listen, what what direction are you guys heading out? Heading out? Uh, so are you speaking to one of the sort of adventuring party or just to one of the attendants? Like, which, which were you uh, going for? Not to, like, for? the townsfolk or anything. More what? like the people I think would know what these people are doing. No, 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 I didn't mean the townsfolk. It's more that from the unity, oh, okay. it seems like there's this group that has been, have been named Justicars. Yeah. And then there's just sort of more standard unity guards. And which would okay, you want so to I talk think, to? Like, so I think like these people are the Justicars? Yes. Uh, those, those four are the uh, very capable looking ones. Um, there's yeah. one woman and three men. Uh, I'll, I'll go to the kindest looking one and ask that. Okay. Uh, and just hope the rest of the unity doesn't see that we're seeing so yeah, you're, here. You're gonna walk up to this one in the back right corner. Um, you're gonna sort of skirt around okay. a guard. Um, and uh, it's a he's six foot one man. Um, exceptionally handsome. Has sort of jade green eyes. His complexion just almost glows, and as you know, he's Aww. sort of bowed and is and is waving and smiling kindly at the townspeople. And then you said like, "Oh, oh yeah. good, good, the, the 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 smiting and blah blah blah." And which way are you headed? Yeah. Um, and he'll sort of smile at you and like place his hand on your shoulder. Um, and you know, it, he's not restraining you in any way, but it's like very warmly embracing your shoulder with his hand. Um, he's like, do not worry. Such things need not concern you. We will find them and we will purify them. Oh, that's great. That's great. I was just, yeah, I was just, I was only going to be worried if he was going west because east, I mean, not worried about that. That's easy. Everyone goes east. <laughs> west, that's, uh, that's something I don't know if you guys can handle. You know, I was just uh, thinking and I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a little rise out of him if I can to get a little inf info. Give me an insight check. Beautiful. Uh, da, da, da. Insight. 22. 22. Very nice. All right. So with a 22 insight, as you say the word West, you see him flinch just a little bit. So it seems like he had a reaction to your going west. Much more noticeable is his reaction when you say, because I don't think you're up to it. Um, as clouds begin to gather in the sky, 
Jesus. And the grip on your shoulder goes from being soft and gentle to you're pretty sure you can now feel the bones of your collar, the two bones that form your collarbone, starting to get closer to each other. <laughs> little one, little insignificant one, you need not worry. Dozens like you will fall. Hundreds even. This is the unity. Except that you are small and nothing, but can become something greater. Totally. You know, I totally agree. That sounds great. Um, and just uh, for Andy to be clear, that do I think that reaction was that they are going west? 22 is a pretty good roll. 22 is pretty good. <laughs> it's, Selena, that's pretty good. It's, it, it, sorry, and I, I actually wasn't really trying to be receptive. deceptive. It seems yeah. likely that they are going west, um, and okay. he gave that away just a little bit, but you're not really sure about the scale or anything else. It did get quickly overridden, and you actually kind of putting that with the 22 for the much bigger reaction. Yeah. It seems like the you can't handle it might have been even stronger because you were going west. Um, now, at this clouds gathering and the fact that this man's voice is getting heavier, the other three are going to sort of pivot to look at you. Yeah. What is oh, hey, this one doing? Arut? I you, Is he you know, giving was... you trouble? No, no, no trouble here. Not, nothing, nothing like trouble. No, I was just saying, uh, you know, just be careful. It's dangerous out there, you know. Uh, but hey, you know what? Looking at you guys now, looking up at the sky and whatnot, uh, looks to me like you can handle yourself pretty well. Neldor's going to pop up behind Rook. Okay. And I'm just going to kind of like grab his arm and be like, okay. Oh, uh, you know, excuse us. Uh, we should really be going now. Oh, uh, y- yeah. Sorry, my friend is just, you know, pulling me away. Uh, good luck on your adventures and uh, all the best. May the unity thrive in every corner of the world. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you a, a question, Andy. Yes, please. Yes. What is most on your mind at the moment? What is most on uh, Rook's mind at the moment? I am I am worried they're going to Stone's Rest, and we need to get there quicker than them. Is mostly what I'm worried about. Okay. Yeah. As you're being pulled away by Neldor, you suddenly notice that the woman who came sort of over to talk to you looks like she is very intently concentrating on you. Uh, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Damn it, Rock. Fuck. All right. Wisdom save, huh? Yep. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration okay. <laughs> to try to roll that in a second time. Seriously? Same thing. That's 
That's a 10. Before I describe anything else, are we going to do any other inspirations being spent or? Can we? I, I, are you, are you, would you allow that? I will, I, I will, have one. I will allow that, yeah. Okay, since I'll I'm allow closer one, to him. I'll allow one more because I kind of view this as the same thing of two of you can make us an ability check. I'll allow two of you to spend inspiration on this fame thing. Okay, I'll give him mine. Okay, give me one more Come roll. On, Andy, you got this. Uh, okay, uh, wisdom again. Even better, he didn't. Fuck! <laughs> fuck the shit. In the narrator voice, he didn't got this. Um. Uh, VG does not have inspiration, and you also can only uh, spend two. So, oh, okay, two, two, two. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. You now feel an intrusion into your mind that you are quite sure was successful. Um, And you would suspect from your background uh, that you have just been successfully read by a detect thought spell. Oh shit, if she was using detect thoughts, she already knew that that was most on his mind. Oh, oh yeah. She just went down a level. That's bad. That's bad shit. I hope she just went down to the screaming, the screaming part of his mind. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) if I might throw a little bit of a wrench in that, I have mental problems. (laughs) And if she's going deep enough, I'd like to imagine that she's coming across some of those mental problems, mental personae. So, you know, whatever. So the, the the problem with it is I'm going to read the text of this spell just at a meta level so that people know what's happening. Mm-hmm. As an action, you can shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If you probe deeper, they make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind, something that it worries over, loves, or hates. If it succeeds, the spell ends, and either way, the target knows that you're probing into the mind. Um, okay. Okay, so th- actually, that I don't think that's probably too bad, then. What I would say... I think... Yeah. So what I would say is... She was questioning, you thought, I don't... Are they going to Stone's Rest? And we need to get there first. She has gained insight into your reasoning of why you think that. Your emotional state and the thing that is sort of looming in your mind. Got it. Um, And I can tell that that's basically what happened. And she she can now read those parts. I would say that you know because you were trained in magic by the Conclave that you kind of know what's happening. Um, and you would also know that this is very, very, very not good. Um, and you're going to sort of see her pull back from you for a second, her eyes wide and her head is whipping towards the speaker. Um, and the Justicars, like, as you sort of are being pulled away, 
immediately are going to that very large ship that you saw. Uh, and just, you know, just a, a, a one thing to add, as I as I see you looked into my mind, uh, you know, we, the Unity has contracted us as well. And, and we're looking for some things. Maybe we could work together just a little bit here. Oh, we don't have to be in competition. We're good Give people. Me I mean, you, you know, <laughs> Unity uh, asked us to do stuff too. I know, and the problem is I'm actually like piecing this through and I'm like, you haven't told a lie there. No. Give me a persuasion funny. check. Yeah, and we're doing it like in service of what they asked us to do. Six? <laughs> you can use my insight for that. You need one. to work on your rolling, Andy. <laughs> okay, we are going to. So we, you want to use my inspiration, Andy? I I wouldn't mind it. Sure. Yeah, use it. Okay. Persuasion. There Twenty. We go. So much better. God ah. damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> okay. I was open to this was going to be bad for you. I didn't expect like the crashing and burning part of this. She's going to sort of like stop and like, and you said this loudly enough that the speaker kind of notices you and goes, yes, this is true. These ones have also been commanded to find things at our behest. Um, And she's going to sort of whisper, but she actually looks much less alarmed now, but she's going to sort of whisper to the speaker. We see. We see. Yes. And he's going to look at you really closely. Like, you don't feel a spell being cast or anything. The speaker. And he's just sort of looking and he goes and turns back to the palanquin. By the mercy and clemency of Shepherd of Unity Shepherd Wymond. If your quarry should be discovered via other means, when your allotted time has not yet expired, other tasks will be presented to you as a way of demonstrating your value to oh. the Unity. Oh, good. Oh, good. Great. That's that's what I was worried about. I was worried, you know, we're uh, just about this stuff. So, great. Awesome. Okay, Andy, the way uh, you've well, been rolling, shut up before you have to make a deception check, man. <laughs> like, with love, for uh, the love of God, the dice are not with you. Right, yeah. Neldor's, like, grabbing him and yanking now. We need to go. Hey, well, yeah, good luck. Uh, you know, uh, fair sailing and whatnot. We'll, just, uh, just we'll see you later. Shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, Neltor, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it, yeah, I'm going, all right? This has been Helpful Go Gaming Presents Tear Beyond the Door. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and would like more, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast, listening to our long-form campaign on the podcast Goats and Dragons, catching us on twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat, and on Twitter at helpfulgoat. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.